Hey ladies, Brave Enough is here to remind you that you're not alone and that you have the strength to be brave enough for one more day. Jan and Larissa here, and we're welcoming you back to another episode of Brave Enough. And today we're going to be talking about the beauty that's within us and what that looks like for women. So hi, Larissa. Hi, how are you guys today? Yay, we're so happy to get back and um, to do these episodes, and I hope you're enjoying them, and I hope that you're letting us know um, how you're liking them. Give us some feedback, comments. We'd love to hear from you in that realm. So, all right, we're digging into the beauty that's in us, and I'll tell you, this is a tough subject for me um, because as women, we want to always look our best, Absolutely. (laughs) Okay. Most days. I do have to be quite honest with you when it comes to the weekends, no makeup, hair thrown up. And I, I really don't care how I look. It's just like my husband's okay with that. And so, you know, and just doing chores and different things, I'm not going to get all dolled up and looking my absolute perfect best. Um, And it's kind of nice, not you know, kind of letting my pores breathe a little bit and <laughs> and not being the perfect me um, on the weekend. So I don't know. What's your take on that? Well, it's really interesting because as you well know, because you're with me almost every day, um, that is my everyday no makeup. Um, lucky I if it. I run a brush through my hair kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> and she is most beautiful. <laughs> um, but I definitely do struggle with the whole idea of of the self-conscious issues. I have struggled with that for as long as I can remember, um, you know, what other people think or, you know, and I'm totally confident in me when I walk out of the house until I get next to that, you know, bombshell who gets out of the perfect car and the perfect outfit. And then I'm like, Oh, I'm such a slob. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so yeah, I mean, I totally get where you're going with this and the whole, um, you know, beauty on the outside, But then, like you said, if we go a little deeper and the beauty on the inside, and this is a really tough subject, um, Mm -hmm. at least for me, and I know it is for you and um, most of the women in my life that I know, this is something that they struggle with because it's constantly, I mean, do you do that double, triple take, even for somebody like me who never wears makeup, never does their hair. um, I still do the double, triple, maybe even the fourth take Uh in the mirror of does this shirt look all right with these jeans and move to the side, check the side (laughs) view that, you know, look in uh, in the back view. (laughs) And is it, you know, is this shirt too tight with these jeans so that, you know, that little like muffin top. Yeah, no. And I'm always the one too, which is so funny because one of my girlfriends got on me about this because she's like, you you really shouldn't be getting fashion advice from your seven-year-old, but I totally do. Like yeah. I'll come out and be like, does this look okay, Marley? And she's like, you look fabulous, Marley. That is incredible. <laughs> I love that. And then um, when we were at school the other day, I was talking to one of the other moms and she was making the comment about, you know, not ever wanting to have your daughter or your children in general see you having that lack of confidence. Um, mm-hmm. So that double, triple take, how is Marley interpreting that? Is she then going to pick up on those things? Um, so my concern about my exterior and inter- interior beauty always comes from 
what is Marley picking up on? Like, I want her to know that right. I'm so confident in who I am so that she is, even though inside I'm screaming. <laughs> right. Absolutely. So, yeah. You know, there's so much pressure in looking just right. Um, looking and feeling beautiful are two different things. Well, and you brought it up on a podcast before about how, you know, with all these social media platforms that we have readily available at our mm -hmm. fingertips that you see these perfectly polished people and these right. perfectly polished pictures and you can't help but compare yourself. I don't care how disciplined you are. If you have access, even if you don't have access to those sites, they still seep through to you mm -hmm. um, through mm -hmm. some source and you, you can't help but think, wow, she looks so perfect with her kids or, you know, she seems to have it all together and I don't, you know, yeah. and or, oops, I need to do a lot more sit-ups. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or even if you take it away from the whole looks thing mm -hmm. and you break it down to just the way you keep your house right. or the crafts you're doing with your kids or, you know, even the meals you cook. Have you seen the people who take pictures of their food? Oh my goodness. And you're like, time. That's what you serve for dinner. I was lucky to get the frozen meal <laughs> on the table in time. Here's your pop cup for <laughs> breakfast. You're on your way. Um, but, you know, so I mean, like I said, we, you do, you, you start comparing. And so how, how do you, how do you appear strong in front of your kids when on the inside you're not? Right. So, um, yeah, so much pressure, so much pressure in this world every day from appearances. And I think it's, and maybe this isn't fair to say, but I'm going to say it anyway. I think it's harder on women than it is for men, or at least because I'm so a too. woman, I see that. Right. Um, because it's not, it is, it's us as mothers. It's us as sisters. It's us as wives. Mm -hmm. It's us as if you're a stay at home mom, then whether or not you're being the perfect stay at home mom, if you're a full-time employee and also a mom, you know, I mean, there's just all these layers that like, I feel like, you know, Men don't have to worry so much about the being the perfect dad while also right. being the best employee, while also keeping the house clean, while also doing this and also doing that. And I could be totally wrong because I'm not a man. And I don't know what they struggle with. Mm -hmm. So we're just going to assume that we're right. <laughs> right. Right. In this conversation. That's right. Well, here's an interesting fact. Um, I looked at some studies online and they show that 96%, yes, 96% of women who were asked if they saw themselves beautiful, they said no. On that's astounding. Yeah, that's so staggering on one hand, but it's totally believable on the Absolutely. other hand. Absolutely. Yeah. I, yeah, incredibly true. And I don't think on the flip side that that's the same. It's probably the opposite for men. There's probably 4% <laughs> of men, you know, that, you know, whatever. I don't even know what I was going to say right there, but 4% of women actually believe they're beautiful and 96% of us um, struggle with that all the time. So it makes me wonder, what does beautiful really mean? And, you know, others see beauty in us. So why don't we see that, you know, in ourselves? And absolutely, we're our own worst critics when it comes to that. Well, and like you said, it's others definitely do see the beauty in us. And I mean, even at the beginning of this podcast, you made the comment that I was beautiful yeah. when I don't do my makeup and I don't do my hair. And, you know, even though I've struggled with self-esteem, I'm in the best place that I've been in a long time. And I, I don't worry so much about that. And for me, it's become a lot about um, the people who surround me, you know, so I have a lot of friends and that, that not only say I'm beautiful, but I know that 
in my skin, the way my skin is, they love me just like that. And so it's not so much that they're saying the words to me all the time, but it's that I feel confident in who I am when I'm with them. Because I went through a long phase um, where it was, I never felt comfortable in the skin that I was in. And so I was always wondering what other people were thinking or saying, or I felt like I had to be somebody else. Mm -hmm. Do you ever wear an outfit or do your hair a certain way because you know the other women who are going to be there are going to look that way? Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, I do that all the time. That is so stressful. Mm -hmm. So stressful. Like this Saturday, we have a place to go to and I know I'm going to wear makeup and I know (laughs) I'm going to wear the perfect little outfit because of the people that we're going to, going to see. Why do we do that? I mean, we're not, am I not com- confident and comfortable with who I am like you are? It's like, oh, when I grow up, I want to be like Larissa. <laughs> I want, yeah, because that I know that's what I'm going to do just because I want to make myself presentable in well, front of those people. Well, and it's a total double-edged sword for me because if I don't dress that way, then I'll feel uncomfortable because I feel like I don't fit in. But if I do dress that way or present myself in the way that I think that they want to see me, then I'm uncomfortable because it's not me. Right. And so and you know that. Yeah. So so there's so there's no winning in those mm-hmm. kinds of situations. Um, and so that's what I still struggle with. Um, you know, I, like I said, I'm getting better about it. Um, and, you know, and it has a lot to do with people. I don't go around the people that don't make me feel comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Um, but that's not always easy. I mean, sometimes right. works pre- work presents a situation where you have to go to a conference or, you know, your husband has something from, you know, a group of friends that you're going to go meet for the first time. Or maybe it's even family, in-laws, you know, right. maybe they look at you a certain way and you or you think or you perceive that they look at you a certain way. And, you know, I'm always one for challenging you guys when you're on the, when you guys are listening to us on the podcast. And so are they really, or is it all in our head, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I challenge you to really dissect that. Do they, I mean, take in-laws for example, cause I probably had, uh, you know, some real stories to go with my ex-in-law. <laughs> um, but I mean, do I think at the end of the day, they don't, they're not judging you. I think, I think it's all what we perceive. We think other people are thinking of us and not really what they're thinking. And I have a girlfriend who I'm sure I will reference a lot on this podcast. Um, And she and I are inseparable. Like literally, I think we talked on the phone four times yesterday and she and I have, or, and the reason we find so much comfort in each other is because she and I struggle with a lot of the same things. So we talk about these things and we were talking about this like paranoia creeping in. We literally just had this conversation on the phone last night and she's like, I guarantee you everything that you and I are thinking about this drama that's going on and, um, our kids being involved in an activity, it's all in our head. Like nobody's actually verbalized any of the things that we are so worried about. Like we feel like we're being excluded or we feel like we're not invited to the things or, you know, but I think it's literally just these other families are busy, you know, and Mm -hmm. it's just that we're not as close to them and it's probably really simple, but we've made it into this huge thing. Yes, we have. And I, you know, and it's the same thing. Like, and I even ask her, I said, you know, I mean, do I say the wrong things when we're with them? Am I not dressed up enough? Do they not think I have the the money to be a part of the in crowd? You know what? And again, and we both know that it's completely in our head, but, um, yeah, it's just, it's really amazing. And I, like I said, I really challenge you to, to pick one relationship in your life or one scenario in your life where you don't feel beautiful and you don't feel confident and really dissect it. I mean, mm-hmm. internally, obviously, or with a friend, if you have a friend that you trust to have that conversation with, but you know, 96%, I'm going to say that again, cause that is just absolutely Crazy. staggering. So how do we change that percentage? Right. You know, and 
And I, I love what you just said, because when you get to a place of not feeling up to par with the group of people you're with or how you look, how you feel, stop and ask yourself the big question, why? Why don't I feel beautiful? What is it? Why can't I be um, just so comfortable being who I was created to be? I'm Jan Sherman. I cannot be Larissa. I cannot be this star or that person um, because that's not who I was created to be. And, you know, on the flip side, Larissa can't be me because Uh I've already taken that spot, you know? (laughs) So, you know, we just need to come to that place of asking our, that question that, and dissecting it, like you said, uh, why, and what is it, you know, do they really feel that way? And why, if they do, why does it bother you so much? Well, and why do you want to be with those people? What exactly? Yeah. If that's not really you, and why? yeah, one of the things that I've started doing, and I know it's an old cliche, and I'm sure you've heard it before, of the whole standing in front of the mirror and telling yourself that you are beautiful, that you are good enough, that you are whatever the phrase is that you need to know that you are beautiful inside and out. Um, you know, I I don't actually stand in front of the mirror, but I do find myself you know, when I'm feeling unconf or, you know, nervous in a situation or not confident about the way that I am in a situation. Um, now with my girlfriend, it's a different scenario. We let all of the crazy fly, but when I'm <laughs> just by myself, yeah. you know, it's, or when I'm in a different situation, I'm not surrounded by the people that I feel safe with. Then it's just, I stop when that spiral starts and I just say, I am good enough. And if these people don't accept me for who I am, then I need to find the people who will. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, And then here's the question, which you, Larissa, kind of touched on in the beginning is how can we teach our children that they are beautiful if we're not convinced of the same thing in us? And, you know, I had a boy, which was different. I brought up a boy. He would, Brandon was not concerned about being beautiful. He (laughs) just wasn't. He was into sports and he did his own thing. So I didn't necessarily have that challenge. But you with a a little girl, a seven-year-old girl who is watching and hearing what you say and what you do all the time, that's something. Well, and then she also is all about the um, matchy, matchy, mommy, me. You know, she loves, she loves our outfits to always match. And um, so sometimes it's hard because the outfits she wants to wear, (laughs) you know, are not something I feel completely confident in or, you know, going out in a Disney inspired t-shirt, you know, all the time, you know, maybe not, you know, but what I've, and the reason I said earlier that I have gotten a lot better about this particular topic is because of my daughter. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah. And so it's not so much that I have, I mean, it's different now, but when I started really trying to tackle this issue for myself, it was because I wanted to be an example for my daughter. And I, um, I know I've brought that up on other podcasts where we want them to live. uh, We want to teach them and the ways that we teach them are by saying, do this, do that or by living the example that they want, we want them to emulate. And mm-hmm. so if I stand in front of the mirror and I say, oh, I'm fat, I'm ugly, my hair's a mess, it won't do what I want, what do you think my daughter is going to parrot? Exactly. So if I stand in front of the mirror, and I, I said I don't stand in front of the mirror to encourage myself, but I do stand in front of the mirror and say, 
and excuse my language, but damn, I look good, you mm-hmm. know? And that's what my daughter hears. My daughter sees, and I don't always believe it on the inside. And that's why I say you still have to say it to yourself right. over, over and over and over, over again. again. Mm-hmm. But I verbalize it out loud as much for me as for my daughter, mm-hmm. you know? And so if, and that's the, and that's part of, and I've noticed that I've gotten actually start to believe those words the more and more I do it. And so for me, my daughter was one of the biggest reasons I was able to come around and feel confident in who I am. And you know what? Our kids, whether they're boys or girls, think we walk on water, especially yes. when they're still little. I right. mean, we can do no wrong. And so the things that we say, the things that we believe, they believe we are beautiful. They believe we are talented. They believe that we are providing them with, I mean, because they have nothing else to compare to for one right. and for two, because you are beautiful and mm-hmm. you are strong. They now, want to be like you. They probably don't even see beauty or ugly. You know, they just see. Not in the context we do. Anyway. Not not the way we do. Right. Yeah, I mean, you're not the spider that freaks my daughter out. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's ugly for okay, her. Okay, right, right. <laughs> but I mean, I mean, like I said, so it's not in the same context. Right. And I, you know, obviously my, my comparisons are going to be with a little girl, but I think it holds true with a little boy as well. Because one of the things you always had to make sure of, I would assume was, is that he felt confident in his abilities to do things. It may not have been the beauty aspect, but it was the good enough stuff, you know? Absolutely. You know, fitting in with the right kids and, you know, I, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm really, I'm dissecting this as we're talking. And so I'm kind of, you know, jumping back and forth, but you know, for me, it's just, I, I battle my insides and my beauty because I want my daughter to have all the confidence I never had. Mm-hmm. And so by being strong on the outside for her, it's caused me to be strong on the inside as well. And, yeah. um, I want her to be confident. I want her to believe that she is beautiful. And one of the things that, you know, we were talking about the beauty thing and you were using me as an example, you know, one of the things I struggled with growing up and still to this day is, is I don't have a petite frame for a woman. Um, I am confident in my skin. I'm confident with who I am, but if you stand me up next to any one of my girlfriends, you know, they've got these tiny little frames and I've got these big broad shoulders and I have muscle mass in my arms and my legs that just make me a solid person. And my daughter's got the same build. Right. And I know how hard that was for me. And so I want to make sure she sees how confident I am with that and what that does for me so that she can have that same confidence too. And I like to believe that I'm on the right track, but I guess we'll find out when she's a teenager. (laughs) So I think it's a valid point um, in repeating those things to us Mm -hmm. so that we start believing. Lord knows how often we get, you're not good enough, um, you're ugly, whatever, from other people or in our brains and our minds that that whole tape is playing over and over and over again. And so as I was writing this episode and, you know, I just said, boy, Jane, you've really got to believe that you are beautiful. So I'm one that writes in journals every day. I just write little things. And I, what I started to do a couple of weeks ago was write, you're beautiful. And then I had to start with, you are beautiful, because it was hard for me to even say, I 
and beautiful. Yeah. And as the days go on, I got I built up a little bit of confidence where in my journal, even this morning, I put, I am beautiful. And, you know, right now, just saying that is like, oh gosh, uh, am I? Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it it grows on you. And, and I know that we were created as beautiful, wonderful people. And, um, so let's let's enjoy who we are because like I said before no one can be Jan Sherman cuz that's already taken she's already taken i'm that person so i need to stand up with confidence with strength and say i am beautiful um it's interesting because my husband um he's not one that's like super duper affectionate especially out but he will say you know you look great today or you're beautiful periodically. And I would love for him to say that three times a day, you know, just convince me that I'm beautiful for you in your eyes, whatever. But um, if you change the word from beautiful to wonderful, Mm -hmm. which is what he does say, um, you are wonderful. When it takes it off the materialistic side of it too. Yeah. That's so much easier to accept. I am wonderful. Mm-hmm, absolutely. And it's a huge, huge deal. Um, it's you, a, so different. Well, yeah. And then too, it's, it's a smaller bite. And if you guys haven't picked up yet on, I mean, even the name of this podcast was, a, a, was the word, the big word added with another word, you know, to make that a a dissectable, you know, or to make that a digestible word for Mm -hmm. me. And so it's the same thing. Like I can't look at myself in the mirror and think that I'm like the most beautiful, but I can look in the mirror and know that I'm wonderful. So find those little things that you can be confident on and start there and work your way up to the bigger, harder ones. So like you have a a talent, you know, whatever your talent may be, um, you know, one of the talents, I think I have, maybe others don't agree, but is, is photography. Like I have an mm. eye um, for images and for pictures. And so for me to say that I am talented in this area, um, you know, that is easy for me to say because I do have that confidence or right. I used to train horses for a living and um, you know, that I know I was good at. I mean, mm-hmm. I was really good at that. And so those are talents that I knew that I could, I could start to build that confidence. And then from that, I was talented because I had this skill set and this skill set is, you know, and it just kind of, it just keeps building off of that. And right. I am wonderful in what I do. I am a wonderful mother. I am a fantastic, you know, um, provider. I mean, like I said, the list can go on. I'm just kind of spitting these off the top of my head. And I think, I think that's a really great thing to do is to change the beautiful to wonderful because, um, it's so much more than beauty. Right. Um, who we are is so much more than what we are on the exterior. And I know that's what we wanted to dive into with this podcast was, is that it's the, it's the inside stuff, you know, we're kind, we're loving, we are, you know, like I said, again, we've got talents, we've got a big heart. We are, you know, it's all those things that you can't see on the exterior that make you wonderful, Wonderful. you know? Yeah. Beautiful. It seems to be limited to just looks. That's what it's been stereotyped as. Stereotyped, right. You know, social media, you know, just flashes like we talked about earlier. But that's, we have a tendency of just looking on the outside for beauty. Whereas wonderful, you could do uh, word after word after word and list after list of things that you can find within yourself that are wonderful. And 
I just love the fact of, yes, we are beautiful, but we're wonderful. God's told us that when he created us, that we are wonderful. I know that Psalms 139.14 in scripture says, and the way I was taught years and years and years and years ago is that um, the King James Version, I am fearfully and wonderfully made. But I looked at the voice translation and I have to read this because it's so wonderful. It wonderful. It says, I will offer you my grateful heart for I am your unique creation filled with wonder and awe. Oh my goodness. I am unique. I am filled with wonder and awe. And then it says, you have approached even the smallest details with excellence. Your works are wonderful. I carry this knowledge deep within my soul. I love that. I just think that's so cool because we were created uniquely Mm -hmm. and wonderfully. So if God says we're wonderfully created, I think maybe we need to start believing that a little bit more. And that's really interesting because I hadn't heard this translation before. And one of the things that I've always said to Marley or the little notes that I write to her in her lunch or in her cards or whatever, I always tell her that she's wonderfully, beautifully you. And I love you because you're wonderfully, beautifully you, beautifully you. And the reason I started doing that is because I wanted the you to be in there. I want her to understand that it's her and that she is uniquely 100% her. And one of the things um, that I call her is my snowflake because I tell her she's one of a kind. There are no two snowflakes that are the same. Very unique. Right. And I think that uniqueness is essential. And I think that uniqueness is what makes you wonderful. And I think that's what makes you you. Yes. And so identifying these qualities in yourself that you do have confidence in can get you to believing, uh, truly believing to your core and being confident in your skin that you are wonderfully, beautifully, uniquely you. I love that. That's wonderful. Um, Wonderful. Yeah. And then like one of the things that I like to do, I, which helps other people, but it's had a a weird side effect though as well that I didn't expect. And um, I'm sure Jan's heard me do it, but when I see people, um, my greetings to them, instead of just saying hi, I will be like, hello, handsome or Mm -hmm. hey, gorgeous. How are you today? You know, and I always, I always greet people with, um, a term of affection or a compliment within the hello. And it's funny because a lot of times it takes people back, like they stop and they're like, you know, and then you see this smile on their face and you know, it's, it, it feels really good to hear that. And they can't help, but then say something back to you, you know? And, And even if they don't, that smile makes me feel good because I've made somebody else feel right. good, which then, Check. yeah. <laughs> and, and then that's going back to something that I have in me that makes me beautiful because I care about other people and other people's feelings. And so that goes back to that list of things that make us wonderful. Um, I am wonderful because I think about what other people are feeling and struggling with. And so, you know, one little word like, Hey, gorgeous, you know, can totally change the day for somebody. And, um, and it can change the day for you too, because now you're hearing that word too, as you're saying it. And I think this, this whole podcast is, it's, it's just so great to really dissect, like I said, the word beauty, because, um, I think you hit it home, changing the word beauty to wonderful does totally change what we look at. And, um, you know, I don't care how much you, you, 
start looking in the mirror, you're still going to have, and saying these powerful words to yourself, you're still going to have those days where you're like, I can't compare to those people on Instagram. I cannot compare to that family. But let me tell you something. Most of those pictures on Instagram and social media are not their real versions. And they're doing the same things that you're doing. They're standing in front of the mirror, telling themselves the reason why they're wonderful. And, you know, they're trying to find the same courage that you're trying to find in day-to-day life to feel confident in their skin as well. Yeah, I love that. And the name of this podcast is Brave Enough. So the message that we want to get is that you are brave enough to be in your own skin so that your children and people around you, you ooze out wonderful (laughs) and beautiful. And you become, you come to that place where you start believing that you're wonderful and and being so wonderful. Wow. I guess I'm beautiful too. Uh, You know, so is it beautiful or is it wonderful? Or is it both? both. Yeah. (laughs) You know? Totally. And your children will grow up to make wonderful and beautiful choices because of the confidence that they see in their mamas and that they want to be like us. So let's start working within the core of us and dissecting that so our children can see and can mimic who we are when they grow up. Well, and you were created in his image and you are exactly Mm -hmm. what he wants you to be. So take that and run with it. You know, who did he create you to be and be that person? Um, And like and like Jan said, and that by default will provide a great example for your children. And I hope that. I am doing that for Marley every day. And I hope that you are doing that for your children. And like I said, it's not just little girls, it's little boys too. They had, they struggle with self-confidence issues as well. Not the same ones. Mm -hmm. And they might be a little harder for a mama to tackle because they're not dealing with the same ones, but, but seeing a confident woman in their life will definitely help with that. And so when you're looking in the mirror and you're seeing all the things that you don't, all the imperfections that you don't love and your little girl or your little boy is standing next to you, all the things that you see that are bad, instead of saying verbally out loud what is bad, say the things out loud that are good. Yeah, so that's, that's what great. they see you looking at in the mirror and not the flaws. That's great. And inside you can still be looking at the flaws. Just don't say it out loud. Right. <laughs> to the kids. Right. And um, work on them. Yeah. Work on and, them. But again, if you're saying them verbally out loud, mm-hmm. you're going to start to believe them too because that's what you're going to start to see in the mirror. And that's what I keep saying about the whole mirror thing. And I always thought it was such a weird habit to get into, but it has worked. Like Mm -hmm. when I look in the mirror, I don't see the imperfections. I see the things that I love about myself. And I I really do have gotten to that point because I've said them out loud to my Mm -hmm. daughter enough times that now I see them too. I love it. Yeah. So as Jan said, be brave enough in your skin and your children will follow suit. As always, I hope that you are following the conversation. I hope that you are sending us your questions and you're weighing in on these topics. Um, you can find us at uh, beencouraged.com, which is our outreach ministry. From there, you can find us on all of our social media platforms, which are plentiful. Um, so get on there, get involved, tell us what you want us to talk about, um, weigh in on the conversations we've already had. Um, we've loved to hear from you guys. We hope you're having a wonderful day and we'll talk to you on the next podcast. Bye.